Hey guys, I am back with another podcast for my Sunday release. Um, this one is going to be about self-love and uh, self-care, liking yourself, and uh, sort of my journey of how I learned what self-love really was and what I used to think it was. Um, I hope that it sort of proves as a nice little enlightening podcast for people who maybe think that they love themselves but can't quite put their finger on it don't quite know if they do or not feel a little like something's missing or like that concept is a little elusive I know I felt that way a lot um it took me until I was about 20 or no 31 31 to understand what self-love really was and that's after reading about it meeting with therapists um probably about six years after my first therapy appointment um yeah it took a while for me to really truly understand what self-love really was so i will completely understand if you are in the same boat um What I can tell you for sure is no matter what I teach you about my journey, self-love is a lifelong journey. It is not a destination that we reach. It is consistent action. Just like love is a consistent action in relationship where we purposefully engage in behaviors that demonstrate our love for our partners we must do the same thing for ourselves and so um, it never ends it evolves it changes it shapeshifts but it never ends and so what I have learned up until I was 31 was that it was all performance-based and that my self-love was um, a culmination of coping mechanisms that I thought was showing my self-love. And then after 31, I started to really understand what it really was. But the biggest lesson is that it is a constant part of my journey. It never stops. It evolves with whatever I'm going through in life. And the self-compassion and the gentleness with which I treat myself is the best and most effective way to show myself love. But I'll get to that later. Um, Today was such a good day with my girls. I took them to Piedmont Park. We had the most perfect weather. It was the kind of weather where it was just cool enough to wear long sleeves, but not too cold to have to wear a jacket. The sun was shining, and so if you got in the sunlight, it felt nice and warm and cozy. And we climbed to the top of the hill at Piedmont Park and overlooked the entire park. And we got to see some really cute guys shirtless and playing some sport. I don't know what they were playing, but it was nice. Whatever it was, they were running around a lot. Um, That was nice. I don't know. Anyway, um, and then lots of kids there and just people, people everywhere. And I, 
forgot how nice that felt. You know, going to the grocery store, you see a lot of people with masks on and you kind of feel claustrophobic a little bit. But being out in the park and watching people have a great day together and just exist together in nature, spread out, it was less intimidating and more like, wow, I forgot how much this meant to me to see something like this, Um, to see people out living life on a beautiful day. It was just, um, it was nice and very, um, it was like soul food, you know, it just kind of hit different. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So anyway, but I'm going to leave it here and I will catch you on the episode. Thanks guys. Looking forward to it. All right, so let's get into the topic of today. Um, You know, up until this point, I've been sharing a whole bunch of stories and kind of talking about my life and what I've gone through. Maybe some of the lessons that I've learned, but a lot of times it's just been storytelling. I'm going to try to mix that in with some lessons here um, because after all, I am a coach and what I want to do is be able to, is to be able to offer you value in the form of some good content and not just storytelling about one person's life, but rather incorporating some really good lessons into it as well. Um, I want this to be a useful podcast that has not only a far reach, that would be a dream of mine, but um, valuable information where people are like, hey, if you heard on Attracted to Healthy, she talked about self-love and it was like one of the most clear, effective ways that I've ever learned how to love myself. And I think that this would be helpful for whoever is looking for this, blah, 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 blah. That's the kind of podcast I want to create. And so if I'm not doing it, then I'm not doing my job. The job that I have created for myself, by the way. Um, So yeah, So let me go ahead and start. And if you hear me break out in song, it's just because I've had such a good day. It's been so nice. It's been so nice. Um, yeah, it's been really nice. Let go of some some heavy stuff, but I'm sure it was the vitamin D outside. Like the sunlight and the the blue skies and all of that has just been invaluable when it comes to my mood today. So invaluable. Although I did snap at my kids today. I will admit to that. Every single night is a struggle getting them to bed. And it's like I get through the whole day and I do things with them. And it's been 24-7. No break. No time off. None of that. And I even homeschool and... I'm trying to build my business on top of it. So there's a lot of like just living in close quarters and a lot, what a lot of people are going through right now because of COVID. Um, And so by bedtime, it's just kind of like, oh my God, like, come on guys, please, for the love of Jesus, just go to bed. Don't fight. Don't scream. Don't call me when I shut the door. Don't, don't make me come back here. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Like I'm so ready to check out. I'm so ready to check out and just have it be quiet. And that's like, 
ultimately I'm just staring at the dishes in the sink and I'm thinking, I got to get the dishes done. I got to make this look nice. I got to clean up the apartment. And then they start calling me and I'm like, oh God, it just drains me instantly. And I was like, guys, I swear every single night, every night. And I'm like, oh Lord, Brittany, don't make your problems their problems. So yeah. So that was my mom fail of the day for sure. But I did take them to the park and they had a great time. So it balances out, I hope. Anyway, um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about self-love and what that really, really is. And it got me thinking, I was reading Single on Purpose by John Kim, and he started talking about self-love and liking yourself. And I remember how I first came to understand what self-love really was. And so I think I'm going to mix and match some of the stuff that he was teaching with some of the stuff that I learned personally and go from there. So I'm reading this book, I'm sitting in the park and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I so remember this. This is something I've got to talk about. And what it is, is it's going to start with my conversation with my therapist. The first time I realized I didn't love myself. I didn't even like myself. I'm walking around the square with her. We're doing this walk and talk therapy session and I'm crying my eyes out and I'm thinking, you know, I love myself. I, I deserve better. And I am going through a lot right now. Right. And I'm sitting here thinking like, I've, I've, I understand this. I completely understand this. And she throws a curveball at me and she says, you know, I know you don't like yourself, but I'm beginning to wonder if you even really love yourself because those are two very different things. Or I know you don't love yourself, but I don't even think you like yourself. I mean, it was, it was something like that, that really shook me. And I remember getting angry inside. I didn't show her that I was angry, but I was angry. And the reason I was angry is because all I could think about was how every time I feel lethargic or sluggish or, you know, like not healthy, I work out and I eat healthier, right? Or every time I feel lonely, I reach out to a friend or every time I feel confused or like I've got big emotions, I journal about them. Like, who are you to tell me I don't love myself? Like everything I could be doing drugs right now. Do you even know my childhood? People wouldn't even blame me if I did that kind of stuff, right? Like that's literally what I thought was I could be doing so much worse. And when I find myself struggling, I get therapy. How is that not self-love? But what I realized, because she didn't explain it to me, I just went home and stewed on it for God knows how long. And what she didn't explain to me that I later discovered (laughs) through my own just like sitting and thinking about it was (sighs) I was performing. I was still doing everything to say that I did the things. I wasn't actually doing those things for myself. And there is a difference. I was doing those things like working out and eating better and watching my weight and watching my activity levels and then journaling and getting the therapy 
so I could say that I worked out, that I ate well, that I journaled, and that I got the therapy. I was doing it so I could tell other people how well I was doing when I struggled, how good I was when I faced adversity. And the problem with that is that you're still doing it for this outward validation of somebody going, good job, right? They're just going, dang, you're so put together. You really know how to handle hard times, don't you, Brit? That's what I was doing it for. I was doing it for the pat on the back. Like, wow, you really know how to get through a hard time. I wasn't actually doing it because I loved myself. And that was a really harsh reality for me because at at the time, I didn't even understand that that's what I was doing. I legitimately thought like, I have really good coping mechanisms because I love myself. And it's like, no, you have really good coping mechanisms and you lie to yourself. That's what you're doing. You're using your coping mechanisms for approval so that people look at you and they're like, wow, she could totally be on drugs, but she's not doing that. She's doing all these good things instead. How amazing is Brittany? And there's a very big difference. And I want to say I wouldn't have even noticed it if I didn't have my life kind of crumble around me and then have somebody be brave enough to look at me and say, I don't even think you like yourself, let alone love yourself. So it took a little while for me to understand it. So then I went and Googled self-love to try to understand what is it exactly that I'm missing here? Because I'm doing all of these good things for myself. So what am I missing? How the hell do I not love myself? All my behaviors check out. So what's going on here? And what I discovered is it's not the good that you do when you struggle. It's how you feel about yourself when you don't do so great, right? So when you gain the 10 or 15 pounds, how do you feel about yourself? When you've lost the endurance that you once had and you notice it, when you snap on your children at the end of the day, when you realize that your relationship is in the gutter and you need to move out or do whatever, it's how you feel about yourself when things go wrong, not when things go right. And that was really what made the most sense to me after that was, oh, how do I feel about myself when I don't get it right when I'm not coping well? How do I feel about myself when I gain the weight? And so when I started to ask myself those questions, that's when I realized, oh, I don't understand. Or at least I didn't understand. I was still doing all of these really healthy coping mechanisms. I was still participating in all of these things because I wanted to be able to tell people that I was doing those things, not because I actually cared. And if I actually cared about myself, I probably wouldn't have put myself through so much of those coping mechanisms, so many of them. I probably would have given myself more grace and relaxed a little bit. 
and not been so hard on myself and my behaviors. And that's where the magic is. And so one of the things that I would ask you if you're struggling with something like this is, do you like yourself? What does your life look like? Or what would it look like if you liked yourself even more? How do you feel about yourself when things aren't going well? Are there opinions or forms of external validation that you are searching for that make you feel good? And are they the primary source of how you feel? What opinions do you need to let go of? So these are all questions that you could essentially ask yourself at some point, whether you're journaling or just reflecting in your mind, and you could see where you really stand. Now, I can also tell you that's going to help you really open your eyes to how you feel and maybe even connect back to yourself a little bit. But the true rebuilding starts with connecting to yourself so you can start with those thoughts and those prompts and you could answer those questions and maybe even journal about them but here's where it really really begins to um, make a lot of sense and it takes practice and it takes you doing the stuff before it will start to make sense in order to like yourself You must first find the things that you like to do. What do you like to do? If no one judged you and you were all alone and you didn't worry about what anybody thought, what would you be spending your time doing? And then can you do those things that you love so much? Can you do those things once a week? Can you make time to carve out a little bit of time for yourself to do that thing that you really love with no judgment, with no fear of what other people think, complete selfish like desire. (laughs) Just give yourself that time and don't worry about what other people think. For example, mine was hiking, but without my children and I always kind of felt like, oh, I should involve my kids in everything that I do because I'm their mother. And what I ended up doing is when they would go see their dads, um, that's when I would go hiking alone. I didn't want anybody to be there with me. I wanted to be alone. And I would go during the day and I would go somewhere populated. It wasn't that bad. But like... I would go alone and I wouldn't invite anybody. And if somebody thought that it sounded like a good idea, I'd be like, that's great. Maybe some other day, but I go by myself. And I didn't feel bad about saying I didn't want my kids to be there with me. I wanted to be alone and I had no, uh, I didn't feel bad about it. And then I would take myself out to lunch and um, I wouldn't feel bad about that either that I wouldn't treat anybody else to lunch. I wouldn't worry about my kids. Everything was about me that day. 
and I would do that once every two weeks. So it wasn't that often. It was just whenever my kids were with their dads. But it slowly helped me start rebuilding my relationship with myself because I was giving myself what I really wanted. And I didn't judge it. So you would have to, what would be great for you? And don't, I'm not going to tell you what you have to do, but what would be great is if you would evaluate the things that you really like and write it down, strip away the judgment, strip away the shoulds and give yourself what you really love. Give yourself that time. And the more that you do it, the more happy you become because you're filling this part of yourself that really lights you up, okay? And then on top of that, just the act of giving it to yourself is an act of love. So you're showing yourself love by giving yourself that time and that activity or that thing that you really love to do. And you're also elevating your mood and seeing yourself as probably your better self or your best self because when you see yourself light up doing the things that you love it's hard not to like that person and the more that you do that it's kind of like this spiral upward you show yourself love you feel better the more you feel better the more you show yourself love the more you show up for other people the prouder you are of who you are in this world and how you're showing up to the world and it just keeps getting better and better and better and it doesn't even take that long it really doesn't it can happen so quickly the biggest thing is that you remove the judgment of what it is that you love doing it could freaking be oh my gosh making (laughs) clay animals and baking them in the oven it could be dancing and swinging around a stripper pole if that's what you like doing and it makes you feel like you come alive it could be writing it could be crossfit It, it could be whatever you want it to be whatever lights you up that you're like gosh I really wish I could do this but like I just feel like I can't do that because I've got to work or I should be using my time to be cleaning or getting organized or taking care of my kids or doing whatever it is that is chirping in the back of your mind. Ignore that crap. Do the thing that you really love. I don't care what it is. You have my permission. You do whatever it is you as long as you're not causing harm to other people. And you just do that thing. And I don't care if you carve out an hour once every two weeks like I did or you carve out 30 minutes a day. Whatever you have time for that you won't judge, that you won't let the thoughts creep in and make you feel so shoulda, woulda, coulda. And you keep giving that to yourself and watch your life transform. Watch your relationship with yourself transform. It is that simple. And I don't mean to just like dumb it down for you guys and make it sound like it is just so simple, stupid that you would like feel bad that you didn't know it yourself. And I'm not trying to dumb it down as if there's some sort of complex way to handle it. And I have just completely distilled it into something that's 
too elementary for anybody. That's not the case. I promise you, tried and true, I have lived it and I have practiced it and it really works. You write down a list of the things that you really love and you do that. You do that stuff. You do that stuff without worrying what anybody thinks about it. And you do that with no apologies. And you watch yourself light up. And I promise you, you watch yourself light up enough times, you will feel wonderful. And you will start to like who you are and how you show up in the world. And it's so simple. It's so simple. I can't believe I missed it all these years. I really can't. Anyway, the last little bit is self-compassion. I think the antidote to anything in this world, anything that causes us pain, the antidote is self-compassion. Whether we feel pain for what we've done or what we've experienced in this world, if we simply look at ourselves, the way we look at our best friends, the way that we look at our children, the way that we look at people that we really care about, and we extend the same amount of grace and compassion towards us as we do everyone else, we can heal (laughs) from so many things. All it takes is that moment to just remove ourselves from the judgment of what we feel. So if we deploy self-compassion for everything we go through, good, bad, ugly, we develop this strong relationship with self where we stop performing and we just start being. We just start being in the world and understanding that we're human and we deserve just as much grace as we extend to everyone else. So writing down the things that we love, finding the time to connect back to ourselves via doing the things that we love without judgment, without the shoulds. And then deploying self-compassion for all of the hard times. We will get ourselves into a much, much better relationship with the self. 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 I can't talk. We'll get into such a better relationship with ourselves. And we will connect back to ourselves in a way that we probably haven't ever felt before. Because no one ever taught us. And I promise you. Your mental health will be so much better. I'm not saying that things will be cured. I'm not saying pathological issues will be removed. What I am saying, though, is you will see improvement. And life will feel a little bit more worth living. And I'm not saying that you have to be in a position where you are suicidal or feeling as though life isn't worth living. I'm saying it will be that much more worth living. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope this helps. I hope that you've enjoyed this. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye. All right, guys. As always, I... Well, the new always is going to be 
little bit of an announcement of where you can find me and what I've got up my sleeve over the next couple of weeks and um, yeah, all the updates that you can imagine. (laughs) There's not that many. Um, So I'll start with where you guys can find me. If you are just listening to this and you are new, maybe you saw it on Facebook, maybe you saw it on Instagram. I'm not sure, but I do want to reinforce where you can find me and my content, especially if it's proven to be helpful to you. My content and most of my presence is going to be on Instagram. Instagram is where I can do reels. I transfer them over from TikTok because I don't really fully understand TikTok completely right now. That's a lot of words. Um, But Instagram, I get it. I live there. I live there and I love it. So if you want to find me and follow me, my uh, handle is at attracted.to, so the word two, dot healthy. So at attracted.to.healthy. If you want to find me anywhere else, it's just attracted to healthy, all one word. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Medium. And then I have my own website, attractedtohealthy.com. So you can find all kinds of stuff all over the place. I'm working really hard to get all the content out there that I possibly can. Recently, I've developed a truth or dare journal, self-improvement style. So um, I decided that journaling could be a little bit more fun. And instead of just doing one singular prompt that would be self-reflective i decided you could do a truth or dare challenge where the truth would be more self-reflection and longer form writing Um, or you could do a dare which would be more action oriented so i thought that might be kind of cool to let you choose based on your mood for the day So I've created a journal. There's a PDF format, colorful and beautiful, ready to go download um, for $8. Um, If you want to purchase it, just find me on Instagram, send me a message and I'll give you all of the details or you can find me on Facebook, but it's just a little bit harder to do it there. So find me on Instagram. Seriously, send me a DM. I will hook you up. Um, If you want the actual notebook, we're looking at $15, not too much more, but that's what allows me to put it in print uh, for small batches. And then if you're looking for more communication, I do one-on-one coaching. We do discovery calls where I give you 30 minutes of my time and we sit down and we talk about your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, or just your general struggles. And we see how I can help you. And if we gel, and if we do gel, then you are more than welcome to book an appointment with me one-on-one. And we can talk about pricing and we can talk about scheduling and frequencies and homework and all of that stuff that I use whenever I coach my clients. Um, The other thing is that in order to make coaching more accessible, I actually created a book club. My book club is first going to be tackling the book When Things Fall Apart by Pima Chodron. This is a book for the hard times. It's 
beautifully written. There's a lot of really universal themes in there that a lot of people can get a lot out of. Um, and I will be breaking down a lot of the concepts from chapter to chapter. We will meet four times over the next month for the whole month of February. And we will also be doing some fun challenges that result in a good little gift. Um, there's three different, or sorry, there's four different tiers. Now there's three different tiers. What am I thinking? There's three different tiers <laughs> in the book club. There's just the basic tier where you can get access to the zoom calls, the, um, the, uh, just the fun parts of it and then getting into the challenge and being eligible to win the gifts uh and then there's the next level which would be the zoom call the challenges the facebook group the gifts and then sticker and bookmark and one coaching session and then there's the next tier which would be uh, all the same except three coaching sessions instead of just one. So if you're interested in any of that, it brings my coaching fees way, way, way down and it gives you a sense of community. So that's the whole reason I do it is to connect you with other people so that you can grow and you can uh, co-regulate with other people going through something similar or just passionate about self-development and you get a couple of... Um, coaching calls with me if you prefer. So anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. Find me on Instagram. That's the easiest way for you to book anything else and to get any more information from me personally. I still answer all of my messages um, by myself and I am checking it frequently. So I'm happy to uh, respond to you the moment you reach out to me you shouldn't be waiting very long. So anyway, thank you so much. I am so appreciative that you gave me your time today to listen to my podcast and I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week.